Hey guys, what's going on? This is Adrian and you're listening to the Nerdy Fusion Podcast. Coming at you once again with another episode. Um, I didn't want to do this, but I guess I'm going to have to talk about Columbus. Seems like everyone has an opinion. And um, so I figure I'd give mine. I actually wanted to talk about it for Columbus Day or Indigenous Days, as it's called now in America. And by America, I mean the United States. I feel like making that distinction because a lot of people say America or call people Americans to those who come from the United States. When in reality, Canadians and other Latin countries are also Americans since they are all in the American continent. You know, the continent that Columbus quote-unquote discovered. In a way, people from the United States got branded. It makes sense because... They are the most influential and popular culture in the American continent. The same way Q-tips may refer to any cotton swab or pampers may refer to any diaper. Actually, in Dominican Republic, where I'm from, they still call diapers pampers. They don't even use the Spanish word for diapers. Isn't that crazy? Like, pampers are so popular that people just call diapers pampers. It doesn't matter what kind of brand they are. They just say, dímelo, dame unos pampers, you know? So it's just one of those things. The same thing happens to Asians. In the Asian continent, there's like, I don't know, 48 Asian countries. But when people think about Asians, they think about two or three countries, maybe four at most. And that also reminds me of a friend of mine who was born in the States. And he was telling me that he remembers a bunch of Spanish words because he took Spanish in high school and he was telling me how he remembers the word for soda and he's like, oh yeah, I know how to say gaseosa. And I was telling him like, dude, nobody says that. I wouldn't trust any Spanish person or Latino who says gaseosa. Everybody just calls it soda, Coke or Pepsi, whatever the name is. The same way people don't say sotano, they say el basement. Everyone knows this. That was a big branch that I just took there. So let's just go back to Columbus for a minute. Um, obviously, some people hate him, some love him, and some are indifferent. And I'm one of those persons who doesn't care either way. Obviously, none of this is 100% accurate. I'm going to give you my opinion, but my opinion is based on fact. So there's that. I like to think of Christopher Columbus as the Elon Musk of the 1400s. Putting aside however you feel about the guy, it has to be said that he was a visionary, an ambitious explorer willing to risk it all to trace new trading routes and chart the waters where no man has gone before. Because I tell you what, if I don't know where I'm going, I just pull my phone and put the GPS on. Meanwhile, this mofo is out here looking at the sky with a compass and three sticks. So trust me when I tell you that you have to be a special kind of person to take this expedition into the unknown. And also think about all the people that went on as a crew member. Isn't that crazy? Although there are theories that most of them were prisoners and thieves and you know what have you. So they had nothing to live for. But still, you gotta have balls to just sail away without knowing if you'll hit land or not. Nobody believed that he was gonna do it. But he had an idea and he said, I'll do it. So he went in. But having said that, and after giving him the credit he deserves for the achievement of sailing across the ocean through uncharted waters, 
it has to be said that there were people living there already. And this is when it gets tricky. Because he didn't set out to find another continent, just a new route to India, which is why they called it India when they landed there. Here is where we can start to think about the impact that Europeans had on the natives. We have to understand that nothing is black and white. Obviously, some natives saw the Europeans as a threat and their fear wasn't baseless. A lot of them knew that they were after the resources that this new land holds. And yet, there were some of them that saw the foreigners as an ally. I'm a firm believer that people were people since the moment they started walking on two legs. What I'm trying to say is that the same shenanigans that we experience as a society now were probably the same or at least very similar shenanigans that the natives were experiencing as well. Segregation, violence, and a struggle for power. You might think that natives were just sitting around a campfire singing Kumbaya. I mean, they probably did a lot of that too, but they also fought and killed members of other tribes because they really weren't into sharing. And who could forget about the good old human sacrifice? which I don't think was done on the islands, but plenty of native nations in the Americas did. Knowledgeable historians know that there were in fact some natives that made alliances with the Europeans to overthrow a sitting tribe chief so that they could take the seat for themselves. Isn't that just similar to what happened on January 6th on the Capitol? Just people fighting for power, which ended up sealing the fate for many of the tribes. So that's what I mean when I say a lot of the times things are not black and white. Obviously, they didn't take into account the betrayal they got from the Europeans who weren't really interested in domestic politics, but the land itself. I cannot sit here and tell you that Columbus was out there shooting a musket, just taking down natives. But what I can tell you is that he was the catalyst that set the whole thing in motion. In a perfect world, they would just have established a trading deal with the natives, but the greed of Spain and England back then was such that they walked over and sort of took whatever they saw. And when the two countries came across a place that they both wanted, the place just became a battlefield. So imagine you're sitting at home and a random guy just knocks on your door and says, hey, does Kevin lives here? Um, no. Oh, damn, that sucks. I drove here from really far away and I have no place to stay overnight. Can I crash here? No, are you crazy? And then your cousin who's just staying there as a guest himself says something like, oh, let's just hear him out. He drove all the way here to see this Kevin fellow. I think we should listen to what he has to say. And then you are like, okay, so let's just talk over some tea. But then after that, you gotta go. And then guy goes like, sure, man. And then he comes into your house And he owns your house now. That's how it felt for the natives. How ludicrous does that sound? Isn't it obvious why Columbus cannot be the hero in the story? Having said that, I can't find it in me to hate the guy. After all, there's European blood running through every one of us here in the Americas. And who knows, maybe the 20 virgins lined up to be killed for the next few weeks were grateful that the Spaniards came in and said something like, Hey guys... You know, you don't have to kill these virgins to get the rain. What, they're not related? Yeah, they're not related. They're two different things. So you mean to tell me that this whole time... <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me that this whole time we've been killing virgins has been for nothing? 
yeah, bro, there's this whole thing with evaporation and then condensation and it rains back down. It's a whole different world out there, bro. You shouldn't be killing virgins. All jokes aside, what I'm saying is that maybe we don't have to like the guy, but we don't have to hate him either. He's just a character that is part of history and it is what it is. I think what we should do is do what they do back on the island. Instead of calling it Indigenous Day or Columbus Day, they should call it Ethnicity Day. It's loosely translated and maybe it's not right for the states because, you know, maybe it's not PC enough or whatever. But, you know, I grew up hearing people, oh yeah, it's Ethnicity Day, where we celebrate not Columbus, but, you know, celebrating us, the product of this crazy history that we can no longer change. I don't know if you know this, but Columbus' dying wish was for him to be taken back to the Dominican Republic, for the island to be his final resting place. And till this day, there is a lighthouse called El Faro a Colón over there, which houses Columbus' remains. And as far as I know, Columbus' real remains are in that grave. I cannot confirm this 100% because who knows, that could just be... Maybe some of his ashes, maybe his body was burned and some of his ashes were kept in there. Maybe not his whole body. I don't know the details. All I know is that I once went there to visit and I saw his grave per se. I don't know. All I know that the lighthouse itself is there and you can go and visit if you want. So yeah, that's the end of it. We cannot change history and I'm not defending him And I'm not crucifying him. I think we are the product of a bloody and violent history. And we just gotta move on. Ethnicity Day. What do you guys think? We celebrate everybody, every color, every kind of person. That's what I'm saying. And on that positive note, let's just end the episode. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you on the next one.